We all would like to think that we know where we are going and how to get there. But at every stage in life, we need divine direction. God has promised to guide us if we simply follow. The fifth and final section of Psalms are referred to as Deuteronomy Psalms because they remind us to keep returning to the truth of God's Word. Join us as we study them with Scott Pauley today. We like to think of ourselves as hard-working, get-it-done people. We concentrate on all the things we can accomplish. And yet, I want to remind you today that the great works that are accomplished are not our works, they're God's works. And that, in fact, God is always working. Psalm 111 is the psalm uh, that highlights for us the work of God. You know, each of these psalms has some theme woven throughout, some, some repeated truth that the Lord wants to emphasize to us. It doesn't take long to read the 10 verses of Psalm 111 and find God's emphasis in the psalm is on His works. It begins this way, Praise you the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. So here's the first reference to the works of the Lord. And notice it's the plural here, the works of the Lord. There are many works of the Lord. In fact, if you read Psalm 111, uh, there seems to be a divine progression here. He begins by going all the way back to the Creator, uh, to the one who made the world and sustains the world. He comes forward to God's covenant work. And then he ends with God's redemptive work and His continued work of wisdom in our life. So uh, there is this beautiful progression of seeing God's work from beginning to end. Maybe we should say from beginning to eternity because there is no end to the work of God. It goes on and on and on. Uh, but we begin here with His works, plural. The works of the Lord, what's the first thing we learn? They are great. And the Bible says they're sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. In other words, wise people understand that they need to see God at work. Do you think it's possible that we've allowed our work to substitute for God's work? That we've gotten so enamored by men's inventions and ideas that we have forgotten that what we most desperately need, what we cannot live without, is the work of God. Only His work is great. And if any great thing gets accomplished on earth, it's because God allowed it to be done. And so, number one, the works of the Lord are great. Secondly, we come to verse 3. It says, His work is honorable and glorious, and His righteousness endureth forever. Here we have the quality of His work. You see, you may say of some man's work, oh, that's a great work he's accomplished. That's a great thing he's done. But then when you get to the heart of it, you may find out that his motive is not pure. You may find out that, that what he tried to gain from it was not honorable. And yet that's never true of the Lord. His works are not only great, his works are honorable and glorious and right. Why? Because that's who he is. His work grows out of his person. Then in verse 4, there's a third reference. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear Him. He will ever be mindful of His covenant. So here's a third truth about the works of the Lord. Not only are they great, not only are they honorable and glorious, but they are wonderful and they are to be remembered. Everything God does is wonderful because He is wonderful. That's one of His names. Remember, His name shall be called Wonderful. That's the first name given to us by the prophet 
His name is wonderful, His works are wonderful, and we should always remember Him. It's sad that we're living in a world that has forgotten God, and yet let's get very personal for just a moment. Have we forgotten Him? When was the last time you thought about all of God's works in your own life? When was the last time you walked outside and looked up into the sky and just praised the Creator? When was the last time you looked up and saw the wind rustling through the trees and the the sun shining through, peeking through the clouds, and paused to give thanks and praise to the God who must never be forgotten? And when was the last time you went back in your own experience, in your own heart, to the moment He saved your soul and just said, Lord, you're wonderful. You see, He must be remembered. And then you come to verse 6, a fourth reference. He has showed His people the power of His works, that He may give them the heritage of the heathen. Isn't that beautiful? My heritage is the heritage of the Lord. Someday, God says, I'm going to take all that the heathen have and I'm going to give it to those who followed me, the heritage of the heathen. But don't miss this. He's showing His people the power of His works. So not only are His works great, they're honorable and glorious, they're wonderful and to be remembered, but now they're powerful. Our God is all-powerful. Nothing's too hard for Him. The Lord is able. What are you dealing with today? Uh, What are you fighting today? What are you bearing up under today? I want to remind you that my God is all-powerful and that the same God who has worked is working and His power is available to you at this very hour. And then there is a fifth and final reference to the works of God in verse 7. The works of His hands are verity and judgment. All His commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. Here we're reminded that His works are always right and they last forever. Uh, Solomon said it this way, Whatever the Lord does, it shall be forever. Forever. God's work is always an eternal work. You see, I could do something and my work could be undone. A ruler could come on the scene. He could accomplish great things. But the person who follows Him may reverse every bit of that. But I want you to know whatever God does, no man can reverse and no devil can stop because the works of His hands are verity and judgment. Do you see this emphasis on God's works? He gets very personal in verse 9. He sent redemption unto His people. He hath commanded His covenant forever. Holy and reverend is His name. You see, when you begin to look at the works of God, it should bring a renewed reverence for God. I think reverence is one of the things that's sorely missing in our world today. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Could I challenge you as a follower of Jesus Christ? Speak of our Lord reverently. Think of Him reverently. Reverence God in your heart. Allow His works to lead you to worship. That's the point. And then we come to the climactic verse, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do His commandments. His praise endureth forever. Do you see how he ends with application? He brings us from this explanation of the works of the Lord to an application in our own life. And the application is this, we should fear the Lord. The fear of God is actually referred previously in verse 5. He hath given meat unto them that fear Him. This is one of the great secrets, one of the open secrets of the Bible. In fact, even the phrase is used many times. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Uh, The psalmist who wrote Psalm 111 obviously passed it on because Solomon continued that same refrain in the book of Proverbs. The fear of God is the key that unlocks the storehouse of wisdom. The point is this. When we have the right attitude when we have the right reverence and heart of worship towards our great God, it gives us a greater understanding of what God is doing in this world. 
I've had a lot of conversations recently with people who've asked, what is God doing? What is going on in this world? Well, may I say to you, if you will just simply concentrate on keeping your own heart right with God, fearing the Lord, reverencing the Lord, worshiping the Lord, praising the Lord, that in that fear, God will give you wisdom to understand His works. That in that attitude, God will give you clarity to understand more about what God is up to in this world. Because I want to tell you that the same God who worked in creation and worked in His covenant people and worked in the matter of redemption is continuing to work today. Our all-wise God is up to something. He's doing something truly wonderful that will be forever. And God's people must never miss that. He begins and he ends Psalm 111 with praise. Verse 1, praise ye the Lord. And verse 10, His praise endureth forever. For all eternity, we're going to praise God for His great works. Maybe we should practice today. Would you practice right now? Let's get a jump on it. Let's not wait till we get on the other side and understand everything perfectly. Let's begin right where we are to praise God, even for what we don't understand, and say to the Lord, Lord, we know your works are always wonderful and great and eternal and honorable and right. Lord, we're trusting you to do what only you can do. If you have been helped by today's Bible study, we would love to hear from you. You may connect with us or access the archive of all of the psalm studies online at scottpauley.org. It is our prayer that the Lord will continue to lead your life and that you will continue to follow. This is the only way to enjoy the journey. Thank you.